From the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, you're listening to The Diz Unplugged. The Diz Unplugged Roundtable Discussion for the week of August 3rd, 2011. I'm John Major. I'll be your host this week, and I am joined by Max the Intern, Kathy Whirling, Teresa Eccles, Scott Smith, and Kevin Close. And we have Kathleen Bobbitt back in the peanut gallery. This week, Pete Werner, Walter Eccles, Corey Martin, and Julie Martin are all on a backstage magic adventures by Disney trip, having a great time, we assume. Um, hopefully, Pete will be calling in and leaving us... Uh, um, a show he's going to be doing while on the trip can't promise anything because we all know how that works out sometimes you just can't do it but hopefully they'll have a chance to work on that while they're away in this segment Teresa Eccles tells us about the Disney youth program that her and her kids took part in Uh, when was that Teresa Um, well it goes on all year long we went um Grace went last Tuesday, and Stella went on Thursday of last week. This is the Disney Youth Education Series, or YES, program. They have a um, – we did the individual enrollment. They have a, um, a series that you can take your whole class to. Teachers can sign up their entire classes and bring them down, and people have d- been doing this for years. I didn't know anything about it until just maybe six months ago I heard about it and went online to um, DisneyYouth.com. And uh, checked on the individual enrollment, uh, what you had to do. And it was very easy. You just go in. um, It gives you a list of all these different classes that are available. And then you have to sign in as to when you're going to be in Walt Disney World or Disneyland, because they do it in California also. And um, it'll tell you what's available for your time you're going to be here and your child's age group. There's classes for ages 5 all the way up to 18, most of them falling in the middle. Some of the choices that you have are um, Synergy and Science for ages 6 to 11, Everyday Chemistry, ages 9 to 15, Ocean Discoveries, um, World of Physics, Energies and Waves, How Things Move, The American Story for ages 12 to 17, Wild by Nature, ages 7 to 15, um, leadership and action, pursuit of excellence, production arts and science, and the two that my kids um, did, Grace did captivating moments, images with impacts for ages 12 to 18, and Stella did animation magic for ages 8 to 18, which I thought was a wide range, 8 to 18. Yeah. That, that kind of worried me a little bit. But if your child is 13 or younger, um, the parent or adult has to stay with them in the group. If they're over 13, you can sign your child in and leave, but you have to stay in the same park they're in. You can't just walk off and leave them. I did stay with both. I stayed with Grace, whether she wanted me to or not. Mm -hmm. Um, We met at Epcot last Tuesday, um, 8.45. And um, let me go back for a minute. First, we signed in. We went onto the website, and it asked you when you're going to be in the park, and then you have to buy... Um, you have ticket options to get you into the park. For the Florida residents, Florida groups only, you can get a one-day Yes starter package, which is seventy-six eighty-six for one person. You have to buy two because it's got to be you and your child. And that's a, 
a theme park ticket for one day for one park. And these packages go all the way up to um, you can get a three day package for one thirty four thirty seven that gives you three tickets into three different parks and entrance into one program all the way up to which I thought was a good deal eight day yes premium package for two oh eight ninety two that's eight let's see that's eight visits to your choice of any of the parks includes including Blizzard Peach and Typhoon Lagoon and Disney Quest and your Entrance into one of the programs. One program, mm-hmm. but wow. eight, eight, sounds eight. Like one park, one day, right? Admissions, right? It's a bargain. It is a bargain. So what happens if you already have tickets? Well, which we did. Yeah. So, the tickets that you're given, which you have to pick up before the class, we went the day ahead and went to guest services at Hollywood Studios, and showed them my um, confirmation number, which they emailed to you. And they had to meet four park tickets, two for one for Stella, one for Grace, and two for me, one to go with each of the girls. Well, we already had park tickets. So um, the tickets are good for a, a week from the day. They were good until August 7th. So we used them. Um, Grace took some of her friends on a different day and did some other stuff. So they didn't have Grace's name on them? They didn't have your name no, on them? No, it just them. says youth program. And she said you have to sign it. It can only be used once, blah, blah, blah. You know you know that. But um, – it didn't have anybody's name on it. And to be honest, this is how I found out about it. One of our listeners or friends had sent me a ticket. They said, we you leave We can't use it. It's expiring. You're right there. So Grace used it and took one of her friends into the park. And it just says youth on the back. And it can – I don't – so how they can – So whether you have tickets or not, you still have to you get You still tickets. have to get the tickets, yeah. What are the tickets – now the tickets – do they have an expiration? Did you say this already? They do. They have it. It's usually we pick the tickets up on the twenty sixth, and they expired August seventh. So about a week. You have about a week and a half to use them. Probably if you buy the longer length of stay. Yeah, and, and it, I think it also depends on um, when you go in and you're putting down when, when you're going to be here. It might expand for that whole week or that whole time. I just put in because I said, well, what do I put here? Because I'm here all the time. Right. So I just gave them some random okay. dates because. Of when what class we wanted, and also looks like you can get accommodations too. I'm looking at their website. However, those look like you have to book minimum ten rooms. That's for groups and, right. and uh, but it's not like you can just book your your vacation right for the youth program and get these tickets. You've got to now. Do. I don't know how about the um, individual enrollment, how that is, you know, because you're going in as a your one child or your two children or whatever with. Um, Grace's class, there was mainly teenagers. It was, I would say, 14 to 18 in that group. Were they a lot of Florida residents? Did you know? No. I kind of molded about the group and was asking, where are you from? Where are you from? We were the only Florida people, a lot oh. from Atlanta. Wow. Um, a lot of Chicago was in Grace's group. One family did it, and they had three of their children. The whole family was there, hmm. which surprised me. I was, yeah. you know. But... Anyway, so once you sign up, you pay your money online, then you um, show up and get your tickets, and you show up for the class. Like I said, Grace's was starting at 8.45 in the morning, and um, hers was basically, she did the, uh, what did I say she did? Grace did the the captivating moments, and hers was we walked around Epcot. We started out over by um, Nemo. 
and they broke us up. There was probably three groups of 12 to 15 kids. Each group had one. Wow. One uh, cast member leading us about. And he was instructing us on how to um, take a good picture. We got over to Nemo, and he passed out all these pictures. And we were supposed to decide if it was a good picture or not. Did he tell you just step forward if you want to? No, and he never did say step forward to take a good picture. He never did. But um, after we decided, and and some of the pictures were like a worm's view, framing, um, what was the other, uh, rule of thirds, candid shots. And then everybody was given an assignment of of a certain type of picture. Like mine was rule of thirds. I had to I had ten minutes to go take a picture of something with that rule of thirds. Oh, that sounds like fun. Um, What's the rule of thirds? Leading lines. How you compose your picture. how you compose your picture. Like there's something in each section. That, oh. Like a complete picture. Leading lines would be like a line of something leading you somewhere, like a a wall or a line of trees or you know whatever or a candid shot framing as birds eye. I think Grace's was worm's eye view and she took her camera into the the plants and took pictures of the <laughs> sky looking through the <laughs> but anyway interesting also I found out that um, her particular program was uh, sponsored by Jostens which is yearbooks oh, and, yeah. and that class is mainly for kids doing yearbooks and that kind of school so that was it was a little bit That's different a good idea and then we went, and um, the guy said, now I'm going to give you 10 minutes. And we were over by Interventions. And he said, I want you to walk and just start sna- taking pictures. Take pictures of whatever you want to take pictures of. And the whole time you're doing this, and you're walking fast in this heat, he's running in front of you as you're taking a picture to try to ruin your picture. To show you how it would be in a park when you're trying to get your perfect picture. Someone's always stepping in front of you. Okay. So... That was kind of nerve-wracking. It's like, okay, I'm trying to get a picture of this. And so then we stop, and he, he looks at everybody's pictures, and we critiqued him whether we thought they were good or not, which is kind of bizarre. And this guy never took a picture, which kind of freaked me out. I thought yeah. he'd be taking pictures too, but he never did. And then we learned about captioning pictures, like putting the perfect caption under it. He gave us all this bogus picture of mine was some – Ours was some chick break dancing in a gymnasium, and we had to put the perfect caption to it, which was weird. Usually, if chick you have dancing to, and break dancing yeah. in gymnasium. Perfect. Usually, your picture is supposed to speak for itself. You don't need to put a caption. Well, he had us captioning, and we and and he gave you the list of who, what, why, when, where, all within like one sentence. You're supposed to put a caption to it this way. So when you're on vacation, and you're taking pictures, the pictures that you keep have to tell the story. But you right. also have to put a caption on it. I think I want to go take this class. <laughs> it was freaky. Kathy wants to go heckle them. Go, yeah. Yeah, go, <laughs> go ahead. Tell me Tell me more. It. Tell me more. <laughs> and then we had our third assignment was in World Showcase, and our group had Canada. And he passed out these little three-by-five black-and-white pictures of a close-up of something in Canada. And we had 20 minutes to find it, take a picture of someone in our group beside it with a bigger picture, and then write a caption. So our picture was, it looked like a close-up of a brick with a squiggle in it. And, you know, Did we're you like... find it? Yeah, it was part of the totem pole. It looked like a piece of brick to me. And so it was, it was weird. I mean, we enjoyed it. We did learn some good rules of photography. 
Did the kids enjoy it? I think so. Grace started out kind of like, boy, this is lame. <laughs> and she didn't want to take pictures. But as the morning, it lasted three hours. And most of the classes you, do. Long was three it? hours. It was long. And um, I think it ended a little bit early because it was getting hot. So it was one of the things you had to bring a camera? You had to bring your own camera. And, oh, and he told us about the, when he started out, it was like the history of, remember when you had film and you had to go to the, the photo mat to get your pictures and... And um, if there are kids in this class, they don't remember Photomat. No, they don't. Say, Does Grace even remember? No, yeah. no. And you know, he said talked about Cinderella waiting for her prince to come and all kinds of oh man <laughs> horribly bad jokes. Oh. But it was interesting. It sounds to me like it sounds really good up to a point. It almost sounds like he had to fill the time. And you think to yourself, he could have done a better job. Of pointing things out to people, of, yeah. of hidden things, of, of ways to get pictures where you, you it was it was weird. And there was another thing where they laid out um, everybody was given. We were broken up into little groups of three or four, and we were given two photographs, and we were to decide which one we would delete from our camera and which one we would keep, and then we had to give the reason why. And the one we had, it was um, a group of people standing in front of Spaceship Earth, and. One was a close-up, and one was farther away. And why would we keep one or the other? Well, the farther away one showed the story of where you were, and the other was just people's faces and some random... Sh- you know, it, it was a learning thing, but it was it was different. Stella's class was a whole other story. She had um, animation magic for ages 8 to 18 at Hollywood Studios, and that also lasted three hours. We had to be there at 7.45 that day. Wow. We got there, and it was a large group, and they were broken up into three groups of mm, about 12 to 15 kids. And we had two cast members with us on those times. Um, That one, we got into the park before the park opened, and we um, immediately took us back to behind the stage, and then we come out down by um, Tower of Terror and went over to that dining area where Rosie's is and all of that. I was going to say, where did they put you all? That's where we sat, and we learned about um, early animation. And this was fascinating. And this this group, even though it was ages 8 to 18, which is a wide group, a wide age, I think, Stella wasn't the youngest. She's nine. There were a couple kids smaller than her, but most of them were teenagers. And um, we learned how to make a, um, oh, Lord, how am I going to say this? What's this word, Scott? Say it out loud. <laughs> Finakiscoscope? Yeah. Kistoscope? And a zoetrope. And it was fascinating. We had I brought little examples of what we did. I have to show y'all. It's real cool. There's mine. And we had to draw these little pictures and and you hold them by the strings and spin them real fast and the two pictures merge. This is faster than that, Scott. Real fast, real fast. My fingers aren't strong enough. It's about it's a circular thing about the size of a coaster, and there are two strings attached. Move your fingers holes closer to the side, and there's two pictures, and apparently you're supposed to do something that's and they merge. Oh, that's pretty cool. See it? You can still do a cat yeah. on one side and a bird cage on the other, and when you spin it, it looks like the cat's jumping up to the bird that cage. Bird is dead. That's cute. So this is Stella's. This is Stella's. Mine was a little more. Simple, because I don't draw. <laughs> I think I'm holding it upside down. 
Got to hold it real close. But it, it's, it, it was kind of cool. It looks like the bird's kicking the cat out of the birdcage. <laughs> oh, yeah. Cool. But it was kind of neat. So then we learned um, that. See, we learned about the zoetrope. I see Teresa's. And um, early animation and devices people use. It was a learning thing. It was real interesting. And the kids were all interested in it. And from there, we moved over. Teresa, this looks like me. <laughs> A picture of me. How I sweet. did. Isn't that cool? <laughs> and then we moved over to the animation building and um, did the thing with um, the little Mulan character, Mushu. Mushu. That was fun. We've done that before. On you know, you can do that anytime. Learned about animation, and then we went in and drew Goofy, which was fun. We had a little private class, you know, in the little animation area. And we all learned, and Stella did an excellent job on Goofy. Mine looked like he had a pancake sitting on top of his head or something. I think it's pretty cool when they show you how to do that, because I cannot draw, but when I do those... It comes out, it yeah. It comes out it did looking look like what it it's looking, supposed to. It looked pretty good. But that was fun. And then our third assignment was they broke the kids up into, into smaller groups. So it was Stella and two little girls. They gave them a stack of cards with pictures on them, Disney characters, and you had to go into your little group and create a storyboard, oh. tell a story, and then they gave them a sheet of paper to write the story down. And you had to put the pictures in the right sequential order so, you know, you would tell Sounds a story. Like right up her alley. Yeah. So you could see the little kids over there, and they were, Stella was doing all the writing, and one of the other girls was, you know, putting the pictures in the right order, and, you know, they'd argue, they argued a little bit and put them back. And, and then, there was, let's see, four groups of kids, and each one, they all had the same pictures. Okay. And then they had to present their stories to the parents, who were like the board of directors. We were the board of directors. And we were supposed to pick one of the groups that had the best storyboard to turn into the next Disney cartoon, Disney feature length. Okay. And we're going, how are we supposed to pick? I mean, obviously, I'm going to pick my child. And, you know, yeah. everyone wants their own child to win. So we decided that it would be... Um, they needed to flesh out their ideas more, and everybody was rejected. <laughs> we didn't know how there any other way to do it, but it was good. They had a good time there. Then um, we went and we got to see One Man's Dream, which I love. Watch it every time I go over there. And then we come out of there and we talked about um, Disney and his dream and what these. She kind of went into. Um, what dreams the kids have and why they picked this class and and for some reason on this one I don't know why but we had name tags and on our name tag we had to put down who our favorite character was and she'd wrote it on the bottom she said it didn't have to be a Disney character and I thought that was going to tie into something mm-hmm. but it never did hmm. I mean my Teresa Edna Mode you know it didn't tie into anything which I thought was and then they took yeah. our name tags back at the end that both classes made sure we turned our name tags back in. And it was a sticky on our shirt. Hmm. Okay. So I thought that was kind of bizarre. Did you lose anybody along the way? Did anybody no. bail? No. What, um, the first, Stella's first class was supposed to be Wednesday. Her class was supposed to be Wednesday. We got stuck in traffic and got there late. And we were 15 minutes late. Instead of 7.45, we got there about 8. They'd already gone into the park. So we went to guest services and oh they'll come get you 8.30 we were still waiting and they mm-hmm. didn't come get us 
um, I called the number we're supposed to call. The guy at guest service had called the number. Nobody came out to get us. Finally, about 9 o'clock, I got somebody on the phone. And we're sitting out in front waiting. The thing had been going on for an hour and 15 minutes already. And they said, well, you already missed half of it. But they fit us into the next day, which was, I mean, if we, we would only miss the first 10 minutes if we would have yeah. got right in. But, you know, because of traffic and all, we didn't get it. But I thought that was great that they, we called the main office. They worked us in the next day. And we came back the next day, and but well, nobody got lost. They told us if we were, if anybody would get separated from the group, you know, told us where to go and and take care of it. But it was great, and I, I think we're going to do it again next summer. The classes are still open all the way up through um, December. I was looking at um, some of the other offerings they have, and they sound really good. I mean, it's, they sound like there'd be cool things to do. I'm trying to figure out though what is the idea here if it's not for locals you know to offer something extra for locals do you think a lot of people come down and do this with their kids or i do it- I, in fact i've got an email that we got in from mike toma and about this i want to read his email because it's real interesting it says hey podcast team i enjoy listening to your shows and banter every week a couple of weeks ago Teresa was talking about signing her daughters up for the youth education program at disney world but she didn't know too much about it then well for the last 15 years our middle school has taken eighth grade students to the world to participate in these educational programs for the most part disney does not disappoint there are a few that we have done that we didn't think fit with our students curriculum or we're not on the level of our students. But through trial and error, we have figured out the ones our students like the best and which ones are best for our students. Each program has different topics, and then the facilitators use the Disney attractions to help in the topics of discussion. Each program includes two to three Disney attractions in the two to three hour time frame. I would recommend the physics program at the Magic Kingdom. It starts early in the morning, but you get to ride Spaceship Mountain with the lights on and off to show how big a difference the lack of lighting plays in the ride. We also enjoy the Energy and Waves program at the Magic Kingdom. It takes you behind the scenes of the Haunted Mansion and shows you how to make the, how to make the ballroom scene work. I think huh. that would be fascinating. Like I said, the programs we choose are great, and the Disney facilitators are exceptional. We will be heading down January 18th to 22nd for year 16 of our World of Science trip. Thanks again for all you do. Isn't that cool, though? That is. See, awesome. I didn't know what to pick. I, when, I, when I went in and looked at the list... I was thinking, okay, Stella likes to draw. We're going to have to go with something like that. And Grace has always got her camera. But, I mean, wild by nature, uh, world of animal behavior. This used to be tied into working with teachers, I think. Mm -hmm. It used to be upstairs over the art gallery, Mm -hmm. the Art of Disney in Epcot. Okay. They Mm -hmm. had a thing up there. And it's been a long time, but I'm talking going back. This was always... I always thought this was something you could do to get school credit while you were on vacation, kind of. I'm thing. looking at their website and they say something about homeschooling. Yeah, I was going to say yeah, like that. So, there is. Um, I, mean, I don't know enough about it to speak about it, but I think that it falls in line with that, and that this is a great way for there's you to a lot say, of, to, say to your kids, "Listen, we're going to take you out of school. We're going to you're going to go to Disney World, yeah. but you're going to learn something as well." So that the the homeschooling, the individual enrollment, I think, was made for homeschoolers and and people that whole classes weren't going. But it sounds like you can take your whole class, mm-hmm. and and the ticket price is okay. And each participant, you can with your ticket price, you receive one program included in their ticket package. For additional program selections, you pay twenty eight dollars more, hmm. which isn't bad. 
Are they all about the same length of time? Are they all about three They hours? are all about three hours, all the ones I looked at. Is there only one class a day? Like, do they have any afternoon curriculum? I, I was looking at their calendar, and it seems like some days there were two. A lot of days there were none. Yeah. And some I, all the ones I saw were morning. All the ones we were interested in. But I just... I'd be interested to know what the chemistry one. I know. Well, the the guy that did the photography also did the chemistry one. Huh. Because when, he first, when we first got there, he said, now we're all going to learn about chemistry. And everybody's mouth dropped open. <laughs> we're like, what? No, no, no. That's what I'm here for. And there's, I think, one class, How Things Move, is for ages five to eight. Discover the principles of how things move. The program helps young learners understand how the physical science contributes to powering favorite theme park attractions. So, and some of these are only available in California. Some are here. It just depends on what part. It sounds interesting in the fact that it doesn't sound dull. No. It sounds like they're kind of varied and they get you out moving around Mm -hmm. and stuff like that and seeing backstage. I think that's kind of cool. And they encourage you at the end to, you know, stay in the park and continue to, you know, take what you've learned with the rest with the rest of your day and you know keep moving forward with it which i thought was real interesting yeah. i think it's fascinating too they have it at disneyland yeah they do disneyland has it yeah so they got programs out there too and i thought i went into it thinking it was just limited because when i first signed them up it only went to september but then i went back and looked and there's classes opening up october november and december hmm. so they don't release them all at one time so you go back and you know did you know if there was a minimum number required? Did they say anything to you like, if this doesn't fill up? They never said that, no. So it must be pretty popular. I think it is. I know one of the groups that we went with, um, it was Stella's. There were two. I don't know why they split it up like this. There were three groups that went out on that day. They split us into three groups. But one group only had like four people in it. Hmm. And the others were like pushing 12 and 14. I don't know why they didn't do it more evenly. That's kind of weird. Were you the only parent involved, or were there other? Oh no, there was every almost every parent stayed. Very few. I was just gonna say, didn't you say anybody under twelve or 13? 13, 13 and under, your parent had to be with you. And even if you left your child, which I wasn't gonna do because I wanted to know what they were doing, um, you had to stay in that park. So just sign them in, and then you know. But I thought it was fascinating, and the, you know, for the price. I mean, we paid. What did we pay? Seventy. What's a park ticket now, Kathy? Uh, almost a hundred, right? Yeah, For one, close to that. Yeah. Okay, we paid seventy six eighty six per ticket. And that's a one park ticket. I almost thought people were doing this. Like, I thought people were doing this just to get a cheap ticket or a least expensive ticket. But if they're staying with the group, then that's not the case. No, they're staying with the group. I saw very. Um, I don't think any parent walked away with Stella's class, and those couple of the kids in there were were eighteen. A one-day, one-park ticket for an adult is $90.53 mm. and eighty nine seventy for a child. But what's to stop you from just going and picking up your tickets and not coming to the class? Well, I guess that's what I was thinking. I thought, well, well that eight-day would... ticket. Yeah, eight-day ticket for two oh eight ninety two. But it's only one class, so it's not. you don't have to go to class every day. So that's you don't even have good. to go to the class. Right. But I think that was my point, was I thought people were doing it for that. Yeah. But it sounds like they're doing it because they're enjoying the classes. An eight-day ticket for adults is twenty nine fifty eight. 
Or $292.58. Okay, so this is eight-day eight admission to Walt Disney World Resort theme parks with the opportunity to visit multiple parks on the same day. So this is a park hopper. It's a park hopper, yeah. As many times as you like. Eight visits to your choice of Disney. Eight visits to your choice of Disney's Blizzard Beach Water Park, Disney's Typhoon Lagoon Water Park, or Disney Quest. And so that's got the water parks and more mm-hmm. feature on it, too. That's For a good ticket. For 20892 Wow. That's cheap. Mm-hmm. Individual enrollment allows individuals, homeschoolers, virtual students, and community groups to participate in the magical learning experience. Sounds so, like fun. Yeah, I mean, do they have like extra kids so I can just go up and like yeah, yeah really borrow a child? I apologize. I gave the wrong pricing information. A one-day park ticket for an adult is ninety dollars and fifty-three cents, and a one-day child's ticket is eighty-four fourteen. So it's a pretty big savings off yeah, of that ticket. it is. Especially when you get to that eight-day ticket. I see. Students' age limits. Please note students' age limits when making your program selection. Students under the age of 13 must be accompanied in the program by an adult. Students age 13 and up may attend the program without an adult, but must be signed in by an adult. Adult not accompanying a 13-plus student in the program must remain in the theme park in order to maintain the magic and safety within each program. The specified age is not flexible. So you can't bring little kids. So right. the parents... Or because they're going to be going behind stage. Or 20-year-olds. The parents yeah. who did stay, did they help participate in this, or did they just sort of, sort of stand there? We all... So this is kind of interesting. Grace's program, we were just kind of walking along. We didn't really have to participate, but they, he helped. He let us participate. The animation program that Stella was in, we were just there. We were not included. Okay. She was really geared towards the kids. She made sure they were up front. She made sure that they were doing everything, and we were just there because we had to be there. So I, I really like that better. I was just going to say, if you're doing this for your children, that's really what that's, you would hope. That's right, because right, I didn't, you know, when the guy was saying, let me see your picture, Teresa, and I'm like, oh, I took the picture of the back of Grace's head here. I mean, you know, I wasn't there to, I was just there for the not to learn what was going on. I wasn't there to, I was just, I've got Kathy to take my pictures, <laughs> my good pictures for me, so. And most parents are probably there just to make sure that everything goes smoothly and make sure the yeah. kids don't have a meltdown if they leave and get you know, have anxiety, so. But if you're going, bring water, there's no stopping. There's no Stops for drinks. What was if you got a piddle? Now, um, I don't think at Epcot. I don't think that guy stopped once hmm. to let us go potty. The other, the one at Hollywood Studios with Stella, we we were given the option. I'm sure if twice. you asked, well, you yeah, just sure. stopped. You pee your pants. Yeah, But there were no, you know. Here's a bottle of water. Here's, you know. No pins involved. I kind of thought there would be a pin involved too. So it's not like the parents helped facilitate this at all. No, 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 no. I was just wondering, like, if Disney was trying to, you know, you just had one guide Mm-mm. and then parents filled in. We had one guide with the the photography one, but the kids were older. And on the animation one with Stella, there were two guides. The second guide never uttered a word. He mm-hmm. walked. He just walked at the very. I'm sure end that of, was just to meet a ratio. Yeah. Yeah. Number of he walked around this clipboard. Yeah, right. he was number yeah. of adults per children. Right. So probably there was an idea of you know if anybody straggling up behind. He yeah. Was to make sure. Especially well, he was like the end children. of what's well, like ABD. You know, you've got that one guy stays in the yeah. back and one's in front. But I'm the other behind one, that last person. Yeah, I am too. I'm <laughs> dragging. I was back there trying to talk to the guy. He didn't want to talk. But 
<laughs> it wasn't because I was trying to get information. You know, I was like, I'm not it was just here to make friends. To talk to you. Maybe it was Maybe. just he wasn't talking to me. I think this sounds really cool. I think I do too. I wish I could participate in it. Mm-hmm. I was reading some of these. They sound great. I think the chemistry one sounds fun. The physics one sounds. Yeah, but what's fun. wrong with starting at noon? <laughs> there is something that are in the afternoon. But you don't want to be there when it's 100 degrees yeah. out. Yeah, or when the park's packed. Yeah, the park's you packed. Because when we come out after doing our drawing our goofy pictures, the park was in full swing. And all the kids were like, whoa, we don't have the park to ourselves anymore. Because before it was just like, yeah. you know. But it was, it's definitely worth it. And I think it's an amazing, amazing program. It's very cool. So, Again, give that URL where people can go and get information on DisneyYouth.com. Excellent. And there's all there's a whole bunch of little links at the top for individual enrollment, and I mean a whole wealth of information and other things they do too. It's just and a, a whole other world out there. Go rent a kid. Yeah, really. You can borrow mine. Okay. I suggest Stella. <laughs> <laughs> suggest the good one. The take, one that won't break your bank eating. <laughs> take the good one. Well, you've got grandbabies. Don't be. Too long until they can participate, right? Yeah, but they're up in Pennsylvania. I'd have to bring them down. Then when you passed it down. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, what was that? All right. Excellent. Thank you very, very much for that, Teresa. Um, I enjoyed it very much. I learned a lot. Did you? I did. Mm-hmm. I did. That'll do it for this segment. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you guys for participating. And we hope you join us for the next installment of the Diz Unplugged. <laughs>